Let us pray in the mighty name of Jesus. The name above all names. The name that was given to us for free. Without payment. Mighty Father. You are the God of Elijah. And Moses. The God of Daniel, Mungu wa Danieli, and John the Baptist. Now I submit this meeting Sasa huu, under the powerful authority of the Holy Spirit. Chini ya yake roho and ask you, Jehovah, Jehovah, in all their living rooms, mwao, even here, hata hapa, even the millions tuned in by radio. Hata Globally, those who are streaming, Lord, touch their spiritual ears and touch their spiritual eyes and open them that they may get to hear this and see this and prepare the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah. May they centralize holiness in their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Finished. Hallelujah. 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 Now, Sasa, we began to have a conversation about the cloud of the glory of Jehovah. And I began to advance the front, the profile, to speak to you about the message that the glory of Jehovah. The message that the glory of Jehovah is propelling to the church. Is conveying to the pulpit. Is speaking to the pastor. Is speaking to the congregation. And in that discussion, we had begun to go deep. In that discussion, I began to handle a few points. I began to walk with you to tell you that the glory of the Lord Right there. 
listen to me now nisikize sasa what i'm saying kile ambacho nasema is that we understood the following ni kwamba tulielewa yafuatayo that the same god ya kwamba mungu yule yule the same glory utukufu ule ule same visitation tembeleo ule ule same purpose kusudi lile lile hallelujah hallelujah same god mungu yule yule same glory utukufu ule ule same purpose kusudi lile lile different times wakati tofauti hallelujah hallelujah and so na hivyo i said nilisema after the prophecy has been spoken baada ya unabii kunenwa and the glory came down na utukufu ukashuka chini the tremendous prophecy fulfilled unabii wa ajabu uliotimilizwa when i spoke on november 21 nilipoenda mwezi wa november tarehe 21 the year 2012 mwaka wa 2012 before the december 31st meeting kabla ya mkutano wa december tarehe 31 I was talking here nilikuwa nikizungumza hapa and I said nami nikasema that there is a conversation ya kwamba kunao majadiliano that is currently ongoing ambayo sasa hivi yanaendelea between Jehovah kati ya Yehovah and the church na kanisa and I said nami nikasema that conversation hayo majadiliano has now become sasa yamefanyika the central theme jambo la kati for the church kwa kanisa katika saa hii has become the center imefanyika ndio ya kati of the discourse ya ma- mawasiliano between heaven kati ya mbingu and humanity na mwanadamu and i say nami nikasema that when the glory comes ya kwamba wakati utukufu unakuja there is always a purpose kila wakati kunalo kusudi to which his visitation is attached ambayo kwayo mtembeleo wake umehusiana and i began by mentioning nami nikaanza kwa kutaja the following yafuatayo i said number one nikasema ya kwanza when the prophecy has been fulfilled wakati ambapo unabii umetimilizwa i said nikasema that the glory comes ya kwamba utukufu unakuja to give direction to the church kupeana mwelekeo kwa kanisa direction mwelekeo That's where I began from. Hapo ndipo nilipoanzia. I said, nikasema that the church ya kwamba kanisa may have direction ilipate kuwa na mwelekeo. I said, nikasema that if you look at the Bible ya kwamba ikiwa utatazama Biblia and you look at that visitation in the wilderness na uangalie huo mtembeleo katika nyika same glory utukufu ule ule same cloud wingu lile lile and you see what he did then na unaona kile alichotenda wakati ule and the condition of israel then na hali ya israeli wakati ule then you understand basi unaelewa where we are standing mahali ambapo tumesimama as a church kama kanisa hallelujah hallelujah and i say na mimi nikasema that israel ya kwamba israeli was inclined to egypt ilikuwa imefanana inaelekea misri their hearts mioyo yao talking about the big pots of meat wakizungumzia kuhusu viungo vikubwa vya nyama the huge cucumbers matango makubwa makubwa like pots of fish vile viungo vikubwa vya samaki They were discussing about Goshen. Walikuwa wakizungumza kuhusu Gosheni. Until the Lord hadi Bwana said, akasema, 
I think there is a misunderstanding. Nafikiria kuna kutoelewa. Because my deliverance kwa sababu ukombozi wangu for Israel wa Israeli was based on this. Nilizingatia hii based on nilizingatia the mission and vision of God for Israel. Huduma na maono ya Mungu kwa Israeli. And I said nami nikasema that mission hiyo huduma was meant ilikuwa ifanye was meant to bring Israel from Egypt ilikuwa ilete waisraeli toka Misri into Jerusalem kuingia katika Yerusalem that one day ya kwamba siku moja the Messiah Masihi the redeemer of men mkombozi wa wanadamu may come out of Israel atoke toka kwa Israeli and restore worship na arejeshe ibada as the lamb of god kama mwana kondoo wa mungu hallelujah hallelujah the lamb of god mwana kondoo wa mungu without defect asiye na lawama and then alafu i said nikasema when i look at the church today ninapolitazama kanisa leo hii i see the bible replay ninaona biblia ikijirudia repeating itself ikijirudia yenyewe because kwa sababu i see the lord saying ninamwona bwana akisema that look ya kwamba tazama how come you have forgotten yawezekanaje mmesahau the tremendous power ile nguvu ya ajabu that was experienced ambayo ilishuhudiwa and transferred na ikawasilishwa on the cross katika msalaba ah. experience iliyoshuhudiwa and transferred na ikapelekwa the power nguvu the messiah experience ambayo masihi alishuhudia and transferred on the cross na kaipeleka kwenye msalaba and now na sasa the church kanisa like israel then kama israeli wakati ule is beginning inaanza to love egypt kupenda misri to love the world kupenda ulimwengu the very world ulimwengu ule ule she was delivered from alikombolewa toka kwao ah ah i hear the lord say that namsikia bwana akisema hayo how come yawezekanaje You could forget so soon. Unawezaje kusahau kwa uharaka hivyo? The Messiah never forgets the experience on the cross. Masihi hajawahi kusahau yale aliyopitia msalabani. Listen to me. Nisikize. The Messiah Masihi never forgets hajawahi kusahau the experience on the cross yale aliyopitia katika msalaba. Listen this now. Sikiza haya sasa. In one of the visitations katika mojawapo ya mtembeleo when he appeared to me aliponionekania kwangu in the sky katika anga of course things happen precursor at precursor events hata hivyo mambo hutukia kabla the right hand side of the sky as i faced upande wa kulia wa anga ambapo naangalia and the cloud opened na wingu likakuja and he stepped out na akatoka nje when he stepped out alipotoka nje the first thing he did jambo la kwanza ambalo alilifanya is to show me the nail pierce ni kunionyesha mkono uliodungwa misumari but what i wanted to bring out lakini kile nilichotaka kutokeza is the following message from the glory ni ujumbe ufuatayo toka kwa utukufu that the messiah ya kwamba masihi will never ever forget hata waikatu kusahau has never forgotten hata waikusahau the experience of the cross yale aliyopitia kwenye msalaba to the extent kwa kiwango kwamba that it has become part of his identity kwamba imefanyika mojawapo ya kitambulisho 
chake when he meets you to identify himself ili kujitambulisha mwenyewe jambo la kwanza ni kuonyesha mkono kana kwamba tazama kile nilichowatendea it is so powerful ni nguvu zaidi and i want you to know nami nataka mjue that the only thing in heaven ya kwamba jambo la pekee mbinguni the only thing jambo la kipekee that is man made ambayo ilitengenezwa na binadamu the only thing that is man made jambo la kipekee ambalo lilitengenezwa na binadamu in heaven kule mbinguni are these things ni haya The only thing jambo la pekee that is man made ambalo limetengenezwa na binadamu in heaven now kule mbinguni sasa hivi are the nail prints ni ile alama ya misumari on his feet katika miguu yake on his hands na katika mikono yake and the scars on his body na yale makovu katika mwili wake made by man ilitengenezwa na binadamu so the lord is saying kwa hivyo bwana anasema if that experience on the cross ikiwa yale aliyoyapitia kwenye msalaba was so powerful ilikuwa ya nguvu zaidi was so glorious ilikuwa ya utukufu was so eternal ilikuwa ya milele how come je yawezekanaje the present day church kanisa la sasa hivi is quick to forget iko na uharaka ya kusahau do you understand what the glory is saying je mnaelewa kile ambacho utukufu unasema is asking how come anauliza yawezekanaje How can you forget? Unawezaje ukasahau? Oh, we are modern church. Ah, sisi ni kanisa la kisasa. We are living in 2014. Tunaishi mwaka wa 2014. So I said, kwa hivyo nikasema, that inclination to the world, ile kufanana na ulimwengu is what the glory comes. Ndio ile utukufu unakuja to rebuke. Kukemea He comes to rebuke. Anakuja kukemea. So I said to give direction. Kwa hivyo nikasema kupeana mwelekeo. Direction. Mwelekeo. Because we have lost direction. Kwa sababu tumepoteza mwelekeo. If the church had not lost direction. Ikiwa kanisa alikuwa limepoteza mwelekeo. By now. Kwa sasa she ought to be very lofty. Anapaswa kuwa ako juu kabisa. Spiritually. Kiroho. Holy takatifu righteous wahaki mature amekoma perfect mukamilifu without stain asiye na without wrinkle asiye na kunyanzi and all that na mambo kama hayo number 2 jambo la pili the glory of jehovah utukufu wa jehovah the cloud of the glory wingu la utukufu that the lord led me to prophesy ambao bwana aliniongoza kutoa unabii the grand mega ile kubwa kabisa visitation kutembeleo that i spoke on november 21 ambao nilinena mwezi wa novemba tarehe 21 that fulfilled december 31 na ikatimilizwa december tarehe 31 the second reason for his coming sababu ya pili kwa kuja kwake he comes anakuja to distinguish his people huwatofautisha watu wake Oh yes, ondio. That is powerful that one there. Hiyo ni nguvu hiyo hapo. That is the true power. Hiyo ndio nguvu ya kweli. Of God. Ya Mungu. Meaning kumaanisha to separate his people watenga watu wake from the rest of the inhabitants of the face of the earth kutokana na wengine wakaaji wa uso wa dunia. And we saw na tukaona that when the Lord ya kwamba wakati Bwana was removing Israel from Goshen alipokuwa akiondoa Israeli toka Gosheni 
there was a panic a panic kulikuwa na kuogopa kuchechemeka panic kulikuwa na kuchechemeka panic walichechemeka in spaniol panico katika kispaniola panico they panic walichechemeka why kwa nini we are used to staying here tumezoea kuishi hapa we meet the egyptians high five we drink tea together twakunywa chai pamoja we come with loaves tunakuja na mikate we get fish tunapata samaki na nyama cucumbers and tomatoes matango na pia nyanya in the night wakati wa usiku when you look unapotazama you see light in homes unaona miangaza katika maboma unaona taa and then the lord bwana was now removing them from their familiarity sasa alikuwa anawatoa kutoka kwa uzoefu wao i have come nimekuja with the glory of jehovah utukufu wa jehovah to remove the pastors waondoa wachungaji from their familiarity kutokana na uzoefu wao from the pastors fellowship kutoka kwa ushirika wa wachungaji where ambapo mostly they talk about money haswa sana wanazungumzia kuhusu pesa which white men ni mtu yupi ambaye ni mzungu should we bring here ambaye twapaswa kumleta hapa this month mwezi huu for a conference kwa ajili ya kongamano and eat his money na kukula pesa zake hapana 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 nimekuja kwa jina la Yesu nimekuja kwa jina la Yesu i have come nimekuja in the name of the lord katika jina la bwana we must now talk about the lord lazima sasa tuzungumze kumuhusu bwana the message of the lord ujumbe wa bwana they say wanasema which white man ni mtu yupi ambaye ni mzungu should we invite here ambaye twapaswa kumwalika hapa first of all pastors need to meet and eat lunch kwanza kabisa wachungaji wanahitaji kukutana na wakule kishuka chakula cha mchana all pastors here know what i'm talking about wachungaji wote hapa wanajua kile ambacho nazungumzia kukihusu and after that we tell him na baada hapo tutamwambia to organize your crusade tupangilie mkutano wako wa adha we need this amount of money tuhitaji kiasi hiki cha pesa oh ama to take pictures bring street children give loaves of bread tulete watoto wa mitaa tuwapatie mikate and take pictures na tuchukue picha and send abroad na tutume ngambo and say look na tuseme tazama i have an orphanage niko na mahali ambapo nalea mayatima listen to me nisikize listen very carefully sikiza kwa umakinifu i have come nimekuja with power na nguvu to remove you kuwaondoa ninyi from that familiarity kutokana na huo uzoelefu but now ya kwamba sasa we may enter the wilderness tukaingie katika jangwa of repentance of purification ya utakaso of holiness ya utakatifu of righteousness the wilderness jangwa and the journey na safari the holy journey safari takatifu with the lord bwana a pilgrimage safari Oh yes. Ondio. Oh yes. Ondio. And I said, Nami nikasema, the glory of Jehovah, utukufu wa Jehovah, has now come to the church. Sasa umelijia kanisa. To distinguish his people, huwatofautisha watu wake. And I said, Nami nikasema, because Moses panicked, kwa sababu Musa alichetemeka, he asked God, akamuuliza Mungu, how will the people of this planet, je watu wa hii sayari, No watajuaje that we have eaten from your hands ya kwamba tumekula toka kwa mkono wako mana mana 
a thing to like slaves right unajua ni kitu kikubwa kupenda watumwa they used to rejection wamezoelea kukataliwa so they asked kwa hivyo wakauliza moses asked musa akauliza in exodus 33 katika kutoka 33 which i'm not reading for now ambayo sitaisoma kwa sasa now that you are visited in the glory of your cloud sasa kwamba umetembelea kwa utukufu wa wingu lako and we have eaten directly from your hands na tumekula moja kwa moja toka kwa mikono yako and you are telling us to go na unatuambia tuende how will the people of this earth che watu wa dunia hii and we know those people na tunawajua wale watu they are going to disturb us wanaenda kutusumbua they will refuse watakataa they will not believe hawataamini how will they know je watatuaje that you are visited us ya kwamba umetutembelea how will they know je watatuaje that you are pleased with us ya kwamba umependezwa nasi how will they know je watatuaje that we have eaten bread from heaven ya kwamba tumekula mkate toka mbinguni how will they know that we ya kwamba sisi are your people ni watu wako they my people you are people watu wangu watu wako and you love us unatupenda i said the cloud comes nikasema wingu linakucha to address that kushughulikia hiyo because he told moses kwa sababu alimwambia musa Fear not. Usiogope. He told me fear not. Alimwambia Musa usiogope. I'm removing you from familiarity. Ninakuondoa kutoka kwa uzoelefu. Into the wilderness. Kukupeleka katika jangwa. But lakini my presence uwepo wangu will go with you. Utaenda na wewe. My presence uwepo wangu. Why do you panic? Nini nakufanya uchechemeke? And yet my presence will go with you. Na ile hali uwepo wangu utaenda na wewe. And when the glory came down. Na wakati utukufu uliposhuka. That was really the presence of God. Hiyo ilikuwa kwa kweli uwepo wa Mungu. Walking with them. Akitembea na wao. According to Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 33. Kulingana na kumbukumbu la Torati sura ya kwanza mstari wa 33. Can I read only that one verse? Naweza soma huo mstari pekee. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 33. Kumbukumbu la Torati sura ya kwanza mstari wa 33. Deuteronomy chapter 1. Kumbukumbu la Torati sura ya kwanza. Verse 33. Mstari wa 33. Let's see what he says. Hebu tuone kile anachosema. He says, anasema, in spite of this, you did not trust in the lord your god 32 i'm reading 33 who went ahead of you on your journey in fire by night and in a cloud by day to search out places for you to come and to show you the way you should go pamoja na hili hakumtegemea bwana mungu wenu ambaye aliwatangulia katika safari yenu kwa moto usiku kwa wingu mchana kuwatafutia mahali penu pa kupiga kambi na kuwaonyesha njia mtakayoiendea do you understand why the glory comes unaelewa kwa nini utukufu unakuja he say anasema that when the cloud came down ya kwamba wingu liliposhuka chini ilikuwa kama hivi can you imagine about 3 million people je unaweza kuazia yapata watu milioni 3 that is a huge city huo ni mji mkubwa the last woman with children must be very far yule mwanamke wa mwisho akiwa na watoto lazima awe ako mbali the enormity of this cloud ukuu wa huyu ni wingu to give light 
to the whole of that kupeana nuru kwa hawa wote and the whole of the front na upande ule mwingine wa mbele but he say lakini anasema that he was doing this ya kwamba alikuwa akifanya hivi this is israel in israel and we heading this way na tunaelekea upande huu like that namna hiyo the cloud of god wengu la mungu doing that akifanya hivyo and he said na anasema that when the cloud settled ya kwamba wakati wingu lilitulia and israel encamped na israeli walipiga kambi you know that every morning je unajua kwamba kila asubuhi when they woke up wanapoamka the first thing jambo la kwanza they checked is the cloud still there walichunguza je wingu lingalipo pale for a people kwa watu that were horizontally focused ambao walikuwa na malengo yao iko kidunia on life pots of meat katika viungo vikubwa vya nyama on life in goshen katika maisha ya gosheni life in egypt maisha misri the fellowship in egypt ushirika misri the conversation of egypt majadiliano ya kimisri the sweet waters of the nile maji matamu ya mto nile a people watu that were involved ambao walihusika in a horizontal gospel katika injili ya kidunia the gospel of the world injili ya ulimwengu of the earth ya dunia here and right now hapa na sasa hivi but when the cloud comes lakini wakati wingu linakuja all of a sudden ghafla binfu you wake up at midnight unaamka wakati wa saa sita usiku first thing jambo la kwanza ni kuangalia wingu change of orientation kubadilisha maono you wake up at 4 am unaamka saa kumi asubuhi first thing kitu cha kwanza all of a sudden ghafla binfu they are now heavenly focus sasa wamelenga mbinguni the power of the glory of god nguvu ya utukufu wa mungu in reorientating katika kuwaelekeza ya kweli in deconstructing katika kubomoa the conformity ile kulenga again tena the power nguvu of the glory of god ya utukufu wa mungu in dismantling katika kubomoa the conformity ile kulenga of the hearts of men ya mioyo ya wanadamu who horizontal living ya maisha ya kidunia who worldly living kwa maisha ya kidunia to a sinful living kwa maisha ya dhambi and reconstruct na kutengeza upya na kujenga upya na kujenga upya kulenga utakatifu kulenga utakatifu kulenga mungu kumlenga mungu kulenga mbinguni kulenga mbinguni to focus on heaven kulenga mbinguni on righteousness na uhaki and holiness na utakatifu and And I began to tell you. Nikaanza kuambia. 
katika mahali pake pa mtembeleo and based on those things na kuzingatia mambo hayo this cloud wingu hili distinguishes inatofautisha god's people watu wa mungu kutoka kwa watu wengine Listen precious people. Sikiliza watu wa dhamani. He said this. Anasema hivi. He said. Anasema. When the Lord the Godhead wakati Bwana Mungu Baba decided to visit by himself. Aliamua kutembelea yeye mwenyewe. And Moses na Musa. So the grand mega. Akaona iliyokubwa kabisa. The Bible says, Biblia inasema that when God saw that he had gone there to look, ya kwamba wakati Mungu alihakikisha ameenda pale kutazama, he told him, alimwambia, Don't come any closer. Usisongee karibu. Remove sandals. Ondoa viatu vyako. This place, mahali hapa, is now holy ground. Sasa ni ardhi takatifu. And I said, na nikasema that when the God had visits a place ya kwamba wakati Mungu anatembelea mahali he does this anafanya hivi he brings his presence there analeta uwepo wake pale and when he does that anapofanya hivyo number two, jambo la pili he sanctifies that place anatakasa mahali pale number three, jambo la tatu when he has sanctified that place wakati ametakasa mahali pale he then consecrates it alafu anaisafisha and when he consecrates it wakati anaiweka wakfu number four, jambo la nne then he makes a declaration kisha anafanya tangazo now he declares sasa anatangaza that be whole ya kwamba tazama this he is now holy ground sasa ni ardhi takatifu and he said anasema and the people found there na watu wanaopatikana huko in the place of visitation katika mahali pa mtembeleo those people hao watu they become wao wanafanyika holy people watu watakatifu why kwa nini because of number six. kwa sababu nambari sita. holy people watu watakatifu at the place of visitation katika mahali pa mtembeleo are given wanapewa a holy assignment jukumu mtakatifu the holy assignment jukumu takatifu of holy worship ya ibada takatifu and he says na anasema that when the people ya kwamba wakati watu at the place mahali of the visitation of the godhead pa mtembeleo wa mungu baba like this cloud kama wingu hili right now sasa hivi when those people there wa, wakati wale watu huko begin to engage wa, in holy worship wanaanza kuingia katika ibada takatifu he says anasema when the lord looks at them wakati mungu anawatazama he decrees anatangaza that now ya kwamba sasa even if i created all the nations hata kama niliumba mataifa yote of ya dunia to me kwangu mimi you shall be mutakuwa a treasure possession milki ya thamani did you understand je ulielewa a treasure possession milki ya thamani now you are my possession sasa nyinyi ni milki yangu and you are my treasure na nyinyi ni hazina yangu meaning kumaanisha he has now deposited a treasure sasa ameweka hazina hapa And I said that when you reach that level of becoming ya kufanyika a treasured possession of God milki ambayo ni ya thamani ya Mungu then Moses basi Musa does not need to worry anymore haitaji kuwa na wasiwasi tena about kuhusu oh, oh. how will they know watajuaje Lord bwana 
We know that those are difficult people. They will not accept. Even if we tell them that you have been visiting us and feeding us. No. They will refuse. He says, when a people become God's treasured possession, He said the following. Then, the world must now know who these people are. The world like it or not. Why? Because he said, when God has now made his treasured possession, this is how the world will distinguish, they will see you and know that you are distinguishable from them. This is how he said a people that become God's treasured possession. Nothing less. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm doing this straight talk. To the church of Christ. That is right now. In so much need. Of holiness. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he says. That. When Moses was visited. Wakati Musa alitembelewa. By the Godhead. Na Mungu Baba. Following happened. His identity changed. Number two. His life's ministry changed. So the Lord is saying that the cloud of glory the cloud of visitation is right now here. Jay, have you changed? Especially now that you have sat under the tremendous anointing of this cloud. Especially that now you know Haswa kwamba sasa unajua who is in the house. Nani yuko katika nyumba? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Dio. Tabernacle. Amehekalishwa. Inside there. Ndani mle. Listen to me. Nisikize. If you look at the book of Exodus chapter 19, then you will see a very important phenomenon of distinguishing his people. Exodus chapter 19, precious people. From verse 3, we read only a few. From verse 3 to 11. But I'll, I'll try to cut it down. Exodus chapter 19. This is an awesome day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's read Exodus 19 verse 3 to 11. He says, Then Moses went up to God and the Lord called to him from the mountain and said, This is what you are to say to the house of Jacob and what you are to tell the people of Israel. Kisha Mose akakwea kwenda kwa mungu na ebwana akamuita kutoka kwenye ule mlima. Akasema, hivindivya utakavyo sema na nyumba ya Yakobo na utakachowambia wantu wa Israeli. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Ninyi wenyewe mumeona nilivyopanya huko misiri. Tinsi nilivyo wabeba kwenye mbawa za tai na kuwaleta kwangu. Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all the nations you will be my treasured possession. Then he says, although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the house of Jacob. Sasa kama 
kikamilifu na kutunza agano langu basi ninyi mtakuwa mali yangu ya thamani kubwa miongoni mwa mataifa yote ijapokuwa dunia yote ni mali yangu ninyi mtakuwa kwangu ufalme wa makuhani na taifa takatifu haya ndio maneno utakayosema kwa wana wa Israeli do you see that je unaona hiyo this very cloud wingo hili hili comes down linashuka chini and calls moses na linamuita musa and moses walks into this cloud na musa anatembea kwenda katika wingo hili and this is what the cloud says na hivi ndivyo wingo lisemavyo god tell these people nenda kawaambie hawa watu that if they will obey me ya kwamba ikiwa watanitii fully kikamilifu and follow my decree na kufuata amri zangu and walk according to my law na kutembea kulingana na sheria yangu if they will be ikiwa watakuwa observers of my ordinance watiifu wa sheria zangu my holy law sheria zangu takatifu then now i have decided basi sasa nimeamua that even if i created the whole earth ya kwamba hata ijapokuwa niliumba dunia yote to me kwangu mimi they will be a treasured possession watakuwa mali yangu and it does not end there na hamalizi pale he defines father anaelezea zaidi what being a treasured possession is kile kuwa mali yangu inachomaanisha he says anasema it's about showcase inahusiana na kujionyesha showcase kujionyesha meaning evangelism kumaanisha uinjilisti he said alisema out of the whole earth kutokana na ulimwengu wote as a treasured possession kama mali yangu you shall be to me mtakuwa kwangu a holy nation taifa takatifu holy priesthood ukuhani takatifu meaning is always about evangelizing him kumaanisha ni kuhusu kumfanyia uinjilisti yeye but if you go to the church lakini ikiwa utaenda kwa kanisa and hear what the cloud is saying to the church usikie kile ambacho wingu linasema kwa kanisa you go to first peter chapter 2 verse 9 unaenda peto wa kwanza mlango wa pili mstari wa 9 first peter chapter 2 verse 9 peto wa kwanza sura ya pili mstari wa 9 first peter chapter 2 verse 9 peto wa kwanza sura ya pili mstari wa 9 that we may see what the cloud is saying to the church ya kwamba tukaweze kuona kile ambacho wingu linasema kwa kanisa And he says na anasema but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation a people belonging to God that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light marvelous light lakini ninyi ni taifa teule ukuhani wa kifalme taifa takatifu la Mungu mlioitwa ili kutangaza sifa zake yeye aliyewaita kutoka gizani mkaingie katika nuru yake ya ajabu now he talks about the light sasa anazungumzia kuhusu nuru the light nuru but he's saying here lakini anasema hapa the holy nation taifa takatifu holy priesthood ukuhani takatifu the chosen people watu waliochaguliwa same thing he said to israel jambo lile lile alisemea israeli now he is telling the church sasa analiambia kanisa and that's why na hiyo ndio sababu i want to bring to you now ninataka niwaletee sasa that this glory of the lord ya kwamba utukufu huu wa bwana He also brings light in the letter church. pia nuru kwa kanisa. Oh, yes. Can I put it better? Tena weza kuweka bora. He brings light and the letter nuru into the dark 
inner chambers of the church. Can I proceed? Why? I am moving to a higher level following. Why? August 19th. August 2008. Mwaka In the night. Before the global economic crisis came. Kabla ya shida ya kidunia ya utata ya kiuchumi. The God of heaven. Mungu wa mbinguni came to me. Alikuja kwangu to speak with me about kunena pamoja nami kuhusu the global economic distress. Shida ya utata ya kiuchumi ulimwenguni kote. That was going to consume the earth. Ambayo ilikuwa inaenda kuichukua dunia yote. And he told me go tell the nations of the earth. Naye akaniambia nenda kaambie mataifa yote ya dunia. And I remember. Nami nakumbuka very very well. Vyema kabisa. August 23rd. August 23 Saturday. Jumamosi. And August 24th Sunday. Na August 24 siku ya Jumapili. 2008. Mwaka wa 2008. At the Nakuru Girls High School ground. Katika uwanja wa shule ya wasichana ya Nakuru. And at that place. Na katika mahali pale. I said listen to me the nations of the earth. Nikasema nisikilizeni mataifa ya dunia. Listen to me the angels in heaven. Nikasema sikizeni malaika wa mbinguni. I have seen the release of the black horse. Nimeona kuachiliwa kwa farasi mweusi. Listen to the words of my tongue. Sikiliza maneno yangu ya kinywa. The book of Revelation chapter 6. Kitabu cha ufunuo wa Yohana sura ya sita. You find it in the YouTube. Unaweza kuipata katika YouTube. But that prophecy was fulfilled. Lakini huo unabii ulitimilizwa. When all the global markets from New York wakati soko zote za kidunia tokea New York ziliporomoka through Europe kupitia Europa to Shanghai mpaka Shanghai and ever since then na tabia wakati huo until today hadi wa leo every country stimulus what stress test for the bank stimulus what frozen lines everything like that kila inchi inajaribu kuratibisha mambo mambo ya kibenki na mambo kama hayo Listen very carefully. The prophecy was fulfilled. How did I know? That the release of that black horse I saw in that vision. Meant global economic distress. And famine. I went to the Bible. The Bible is always the reference. But when I gave that prophecy, I brought out a certain part. I brought out a certain part. A significant part. Where now the voice of God from the throne speaks. Ambapo sasa sauti kutoka enzi ya Mungu inanena. And says this. Na inasema hivi. A quart of wheat for a day's wages. Kibaba changano kwa mshahara wa siku nzima. And three quarts of barley for a day's wages. Na vibaba tatu vya shairi kwa mshahara wa siku nzima. As he was releasing the rider of the black horse. Alipokuwa akimwachilia yule mpandaji wa farasi mweusi. Then he said 
However, if you see oil and wine, don't destroy them. I say that. And that's the part I want to bring out now. From that prophecy that I gave, it was fulfilled until today. In fact, I was shocked. Because it became the biggest prophecy I ever gave that shook the whole earth. But I said that when the voice of God the Father when the voice of God the Father spoke there and said that the quart of wheat for a day's wages and if you find oil and wine don't destroy meaning safeguard it protect it I said that when the Lord said that it was a dual prophecy two time prophecy in other words he was saying this is now high stuff I hope you walk with me step by step pastors this is high stuff now this is now high that's why I'm going step by step and you must know the events at the throne so listen to this now. The two prophecies. He says. There would be two types of churches. In this dispensation. One type. That is in scarcity. Lack. Because you go to work. To feed your whole family. And now he's saying. Because of this prophecy, you are going to go to work to feed one person. A quart of wheat is just enough wheat for one person for one day. And look at what he says here. He says, when you see that type of church that symbolizes scarcity, he says, destroy it. Wow. Wow. And he says, but there will be another church. The oil and wine church. The church that is operating in the new oil and the new wine. The oil is the flow of the power of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The wine is the power of that anointing. Meaning, there will be a church in desolation and there will be another church in the Holy Ghost revival. The revival of the new oil. The revival of this cloud. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I come back, I'll pick it from here. And now talk to you about the visitation of Abraham 
and what it brings to the church today through this Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. Shalom Haverim. Shalom Haverim. Shalom Obraha. Shalom Obraha. I was dealing with the issue of how will we be distinguishable from the rest of the people that live on this earth. How will they know that we have been visited? That for us we have found favor as a church with him the Lord and that we have eaten from his ends that is where we were and I said that the next angle the next dimension was such that the Lord led me to give a prophecy. I gave a prophecy and that was the vision of August 19th. 2008. Before the global economic crisis came to the earth. And I remember when I was in Canada, Toronto. Three weeks from that prophecy. Is when all the global financial markets collapsed and crashed. And so I said. If you look at the prophecy that gave birth to that fulfillment. Inside it is double tire. Two level, it's a two step. He's talking about and I'm reading the book of Revelation chapter 6 verse 5 on. only two verses 5 and 6 he says when the lamb opened the third seal I heard the third living creature say come I looked and there before me was a black horse his rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying a quart of wheat for a day's wages and three quarts of barley for a day's wages and do not damage the oil and the wine alipoivunja ile lakiri ya tatu nikamsikia yule kiumbe wa tatu mwenye uhai akisema njoo 
nikatazama na mbele yangu walikuepo farasi mweusi yeye aliyempanda alikuwa na mizani mikononi mwake ndipo nikasikia kile kilichokuwa kama sauti katikati ya wale viumbe wane wenye uhai ikisema kipimo kimoja changano kwa mshahara wa kibarua wa siku moja vipimo vitatu vya shairi kwa mshahara wa kibarua wa siku moja lakini usiharibu mafuta na zaituni wala dipei thank you very much asante sana listen to this sikiza haya and i said nami nilisema that the lord in the spiritual realm ya kwamba bwana katika nyanja za kiroho in the spiritual sense katika nyanja ya kiroho was saying alikuwa akisema that there would be two types of churches ya kwamba kutakuwepo na aina mbili ya makanisa he was saying to the rider of the black horse alikuwa anamzungumzia mpandaji wa yule farasi mweusi that now i see you going out there ya kwamba sasa nakwenda ukienda kule nje but i just wanted you to know lakini nilitaka tu ujue that you are going to meet two types of churches down there ya kwamba unaenda kukutana na aina mbili ya makanisa kule nje and in that vision was the vision of the lord na katika hayo maono yalikuwa maono ya bwana i saw the black horse running all over the earth to the, all the nations nilimuona farasi mweusi akikimbia kote kote duniani mataifa yote listen to this sikiza haya And he was saying akisema, that when you go there and you find upate, a church kanisa, that is in scarcity ambalo liko katika uhaba it lacks linakosa, in depravity liko katika upungufu it has nothing halina chochote it is in desolation liko katika ukiwa a quart of wheat kibaba changano for a day's wage kwa mshahara wa siku moja meaning kumaanisha even the word is scarce hata neno hilo ukosaji she is fulfilling amos chapter 8 anatimiliza amosi sura ya 8 verses 11 and 12 mstari wa 11 na 12 where jehovah says ambapo yehova anasema in those days katika hizo siku i'll send a famine nitatuma njaa a famine not for bread njaa si ya mkate not for food si ya chakula but for hearing the words of god lakini ya kusikia neno la mungu a past kutakuwa na queue a queue a past kutakuwa na queue very good there will be a past kutakuwa na queue a past kutakuwa na kiu not for water si kwa sababu ya maji but for hearing the word of god lakini kwa kusikia neno la mungu and he said naye akasema if you find a church ikiwa utalipata kanisa that is in desolation ambalo liko katika ukiwa where even the word is lacking ambapo hata neno limekosekana such that kiasi kwamba the preachers come here wahubiri wanakuja hapa and can preach to you and teach you literally anything under the sun where kwamba wanaweza fundisha masomo haswa hakuna chochote katika dunia they can teach about their wealth wanaweza kufundisha kuhusu mali yao about his wife's hair kuhusu nywele za mke wake about his suit kuhusu suti yake whatever chochote kile we have seen this tunaona haya but he says lakini anasema when you see that level of scarcity unapoona kiwango hicho cha ukosefu in a church katika kanisa destroy it uliangamize wow wow that is very rough hiyo ni kali sana kali sana the compassionate god mungu mwenye huruma say destroy it anasema uliharibu and he says na anasema however hata hivyo If you meet a church, ikiwa utakuta kanisa where the new oil is flowing, 
ambapo mafuta mpya inatiririka the miracles are happening ni ujinsi inatendeka where the power of that anointing ambapo nguvu ya huo upako is drawing the souls inabuta nafsi to holiness kwa utakatifu a church kanisa where the world is flourishing ambapo neno limeimarishwa that church hilo kanisa when you find her utakapolipata protect her ulilinde why kwa nini that is the bride huyo ndiye biarusi that is the bride huyo ndiye biarusi because jesus himself kwa sababu yesu mwenyewe the lord jesus bwana yesu when he was talking about the rapture wakati alipokuwa akizungumzia kuhusu unyakuzi in matthew 25 katika mathayo 25 verses 1 to 13 mstari wa kwanza hadi wa 13 he said anasema the same prophecy akasema unabii ule he said in those days alisema katika zile zile there would be two types of churches kutakuwa na aina mbili ya makanisa one symbolized moja inaashiria by the foolish virgin and they will not have oil and the other one symbolized by the wise virgins and they are carrying oil God the father Mungu Baba is speaking revelation chapter 6 about the oil and one church and the lord jesus himself is talking about this very church carrying a jar of oil listen precious people and how will they know that you have visited us and you are now pleased with us and we have eaten from you he saying this pastors in other words he was saying that there will be two types of churches one type of church living under the closed heavens there is no revelation there is no anointing so they are faking miracles the false prophets are feeding them on anything you know when you're hungry you can eat little anything the false apostles are there there is that church under closed heaven but he said in that same time there will be another church under the open heaven the church where heavens are open and the cloud has come down the cloud has come down and when he comes down he starts to prepare things sanctify consecrate and then decree holy ground holy ground sandals out sandals of immorality out false prophets out the sandals of the gospel of prosperity out the gospel that lacks holiness after that holy people after that holy worship after that praise possession meaning god now deposits his treasure in that church 
hiyo hazina what is that treasure hazina hiyo ni nini holiness right utakatifu yes you said it absolutely right ulisema sawa kabisa holiness is a treasure utakatifu ndio hazina but i can derive it for you differently lakini naweza kuileta kwa njia tofauti the reason he was saying israel is a treasure to him sababu ambayo alikuwa akisema israeli ni hazina kwake is because he placed there a unique treasure ni kwa sababu aliweka hazina ya kipekee they are the only one wao ndio wa kipekee that received his word ambao walipokea neno lake and were aware na walikuwa wanajua of his requirements ya matakwa yake his redemption ukombozi wake his salvation ukombo wake so is the church kwa hivyo ndivyo ilivyo kwa kanisa <laughs> you have a deposit uko na hazina but that deposit now lakini hiyo hazina sasa has come imekuja as the latter glory kama utukufu wa nyakati za mwisho listen to this sikiza hii he says anasema and when you see a church na wakati utakapoliona kanisa operating in the oil and wine likifanya kazi katika mafuta na divai meaning the holy spirit is flowing kumaanisha roho mtakatifu anatiririka the blind ones are seeing vipofu wanaona the millions are out there receiving jesus mamilioni wako kule nje wanampokea yesu the message is holiness ujumbe ni utakatifu said when you see that church anasema unapoliona ilo kanisa then you should know the following basi lazima ujue yafuatayo that that church ya kwamba hilo kanisa number one is the bride jambo la kwanza ni pia rusi number two jambo la pili that church kanisa hilo has been visited nimetembelewa by the latter visitation nimetembelewa nyakati za mwisho hallelujah hallelujah that is where we had reached hapo ndipo tulikuwa tumefikia from the book of revelation chapter 6 kutoka kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya 6 i would like to move it one notch and then get to the next point ningependa kusonga kiwango juu kidogo alafu kwenda hoja hiyo nyingine from the book of second corinthians chapter 6 kutoka kitabu cha wakorinto wa pili sura ya 6 second corinthians chapter 6 kutoka wakorinto wa pili sura ya 6 from verse 14 to verse 18 mstari wa 14 hadi 18 he speaking there anazungumza pale about this church kuhusiana na hili kanisa of the latter glory la utukufu wa nyakati ya mwisho and he says naye anasema in that church katika hilo kanisa there is no fellowship hakuna ushirika between believers kati ya waumini na wasioamini unless you are leading them through repentance ijapokuwa unawaongoza kwa toba unless you are converting them for jesus ijapokuwa unataka kuwabadilisha waingie kwa yesu he saying anasema there is no fellowship in that church hakuna ushirika katika hilo kanisa between light and darkness ya nuru na giza but when i look at the church world over lakini ninapolitazama kanisa kote kote ulimwenguni and i've been around the world na nimekuwa kote kote ulimwenguni i find ninapata that the church ya kwamba kanisa has mixed limechanganya light plus darkness nuru pamoja na giza light plus darkness nuru pamoja na giza And yet na ile hali I know ninajua that light plus darkness ya kwamba nuru pamoja na giza is always equal to darkness kila wakati inatoshana na giza when you take the blood of Jesus unapochukua damu ya Yesu and you are 
sacrificing the blood of Jesus. And then you add in a homosexual pastor offering the sacrifice. It is always equal to darkness. You take the light and you add in lies. It is always equal to darkness. Did you understand? He says that this church, the church of this visitation, has illumination. It has light. And the light is not mixed with darkness. Hallelujah. He says. That is the way you distinguish between those visited by this cloud and those not yet visited. You cannot say I am born again and you are wearing tight mini skirts whether in the church or outside. You cannot. He says, there is only one way to Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem. That way is the highway of holiness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You cannot say, I am born again. And yet, you are lying. And yet, you are aborting. Oh yes. Today in the church, the church that is under the closed heaven, you know the sheep are desperate. My child is deaf. Or is crippled. Or is blind. And sometimes mothers say, I can do anything to try to get help for my child. I was shocked that sometimes the desolate church even consults with which doctors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So today is really a day of repentance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to handle something very critical. The visitation of the Godhead comes to the church for another purpose. That he may Walk with his people. Listen to me carefully. In the book of Genesis chapter 3. Verse 8. This is what he says. Genesis 3. Adam and Eve. Then the man and his wife 
heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord among the trees of the garden. Nipo yule mwanamume na mkewe waliposikia sauti ya Bwana Mungu alipokuwa akitembea bustanini wakati wa utulivu wa jioni wakajificha kutoka mbele za Bwana Mungu katikati ya miti ya bustani Everybody focus on me now Kila mtu nilenge sasa He saying this Anasema hivi He saying Anasema that if you look at the blueprint of the creation of the church ya kwamba ikiwa utaangalia zile alama ya umbaji wa kanisa you will see the nature of our god utaona asili ya mungu wetu god created us mungu alitumba sisi the church kanisa with one desire akiwa na tamani moja tu that as we walk in righteous obedience ya kwamba tunapotembea katika uhaki na utiifu righteous obedience katika uhaki wa utiifu then he Yeye would walk with us nasi. and as he walks with the church if you look at that blueprint of creation death was not in the equation when you look at the blueprint of the creation of man man was meant to walk with god in obedience and death was not factored in until man disobeyed that is when death came in because of disobedience of man and to prove that to you the lord uses it now in genesis chapter 5 verse 21 to 24 that you may know what the cloud has come to do genesis chapter 5 verses 21 to verse 24 pastors today we will read the word the word exposition neno linajitokeza sometimes you give comedy to your churches wakati mwingine mwapeana tu kutumbuiza kwa makanisa yenu but there's no room, no time for comedy right hakuna wakati wa sarakasi there is so much word to read kuna neno jingi la kusoma and prepare the bride right na kuandaa biarusi genesis 5 is saying from 21 he says when enoch had lived 65 years he became the father of methusela Mwanzo mlango wa 5 mzee wa 21 anasema Enoch alipokuwa ameishi miaka 60 na mitano akamzaa Methusela. And he says and after he became the father of Methusela Enoch walked with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Baada ya kumzaa Methusela Enoch alitembea na Mungu miaka 300 akawa na watoto wengine wa kiume na wa kike. All together Enoch lived 365 years. Enoch aliishi jumla ya miaka 365. Then he says, kisha anasema, Enoch walked with God and he was no more because God took him away. Enoch akatembea na Mungu kisha akatoweka kwa sababu Mungu alimchukua. Follow me carefully here. Nifuate kwa makinifu hapa. I need to summarize because of time. Nahitaji kuweka kimtasari kwa sababu ya wakati. 
He's saying this. In the original blueprint of creation. You see that God intended. That you and I. That the church. Walk with him. In the cool of the day. And in so doing. There would be no death. Let me begin from there. Number two. Pastors listen to this. This is powerful. If you read that Genesis chapter 5. You hear this. So and so. Live so many years. And then a beautiful ending. And died. So and so lived so many years and then but when you come to Enoch he divides into two and he says and Enoch lived 65 years he lived after that it's like a second phase he says after that Enoch walked with God for 300 years listen precious people the scripture says so and so lived with lived on the earth lived and died so and so lived and died. But when you come to Enoch, lived 65 years, put it aside, and then walked with God 300 years. And because he walked with God, he was no more. Because God took him away. I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain. If you read more about Enoch, I became interested. This is what he says. He says that actually Enoch, despite walking with God in faithfulness, he was known for two things. He was very faithful to the Lord. Number two, that he sought God on a daily basis. How can anybody do that? You are already walking with God. And then, now you are seeking Him more. Do you know the meaning of revival? When I go all over the earth and define revival, I always tell them revival is simple. You can say souls coming to the Lord. Or millions, multitude returning to the Lord. But for me, I have another definition. Extreme 
hunger for Christ. The more revival hits you, the more hungry you become for God. I understood Enoch seeking God, walking with him, seeking him more. The more he walks, seeking much more, until God said, Enough is enough. I take you. Did you understand? Why the cloud has come? He walked with Israel until they entered. May 4th. May 2013. May 5th. May 5th. Then he jumped May 6th. And he spoke again on May 7th. Let me share the first two. He showed me the following vision. In that vision, this same glory, this cloud of glory, that I prophesied until it came, until he came, look at this. I was shocked because in that vision, this cloud came and it touched the earth, the soil. And everything became like snowfall. Snow had fallen. And I did not understand much. But it was really snow. The next day, he showed me the same cloud came from heaven and touched down was again like snow on the ground. You could see the borders of the road by snow white but border. The demarcations you can see. It was snow and then you like snow, the glory, like snow. And then when there is a, a, a hill, it goes like that. Very powerful. The next day, May 5th. So, on this particular one, as everything was snow, I could see the same cloud standing before me like this, like a tornado, like a funnel, like this. But what I noted was this, that there was another one like a funnel on top of that one. And another, another like a storage building. And I was shocked. Because when I looked, it went and connected into heaven. Now look at what happened. On that one of May 5th. Then after a moment, the cloud lifted. And when I looked up, I saw people in their glorious bodies being taken out by this glory. <laughs> I am glad you are here. Where? I said the reason the cloud of the glory 
of Jehovah comes to the church. Sababu ambalo wingu la utukufu wa Yehova linalijia kanisa. It's because the God we serve. Ni kwa sababu Mungu tunaye mtumikia. In his original blueprint for man. Katika mpango wake wa kwanza kwa mwanadamu. You see his heart. Unaona moyo wake. He always wanted. Kila wakati alitaka. That he may walk with man. Ya kwamba atembee na mwanadamu. And dwell among them. Na akae ndani mwao. And live with them. Na aishi na wao. Until hadi they don't see death. Wasione kifo. <laughs> Let me tell you this. Wacha niwaambie hii. You see his disposition. Unaona kufunuliwa kwake. Kwake. For example, kwa mfano, you see, unaona when for example you see, kwa mfano unaona you see when he visited Abraham. Unaona wakati alimtembelea Abraham. Abraham, Abraham was seated at the door. Alikuwa ameketi langoni la hema. We're going to read it now. Tunaenda kuisoma sasa hivi. Genesis 18 verse 20 to 22. Mwanzo 18:22. Sitting at the entrance to the tent. Akiwa ameketi katika kiingilio cha ema. And then, alafu, look what he saw. Tazama alichokiona. He looked and saw. Alitazama akaona. 3. Watatu. 3 men. Watu watatu. And he went there. Na akaenda huko. When he went, alipoenda, he realized this is the glory. Hii ni utukufu. This is the grand mega. Hii ni kubwa kabisa. This is the Lord. Huyu ni Bwana. Fell down. Akaanguka chini. Lord, Bwana, if this is you, ikiwa huyu ni wewe, and now you have come. Na sasa umekuja. Please do not pass your servant by. Alisema kwanza kabisa tafadhali usimpite mtumishi wako. And that's why. Na hiyo ndio sababu. Many pastors and bishops from other denominations have come here today. Wachungaji wengi na maaskofu kutoka madhehebu mengine wamekuja hapa leo hii. They are saying wanasema that God Jehovah you are talking about. Huyo Mungu Yehova unayemzungumzia kumhusu. We also know him. Hata sisi pia tunamjua. Hata pia yeye pia ni Mungu wetu. And they have come to say. Na wamekuja kusema. Lord, Bwana, if you have now come, ikiwa sasa umekuja, please tafadhali don't pass your servants by. Usipite watumishi wako. We also sisi pia want the visitation. Tunataka mtembeleo. You cannot keep it in a box. Hawezi ukaifadi kwenye box. I always tell Kenya. Kila wakati naiambia Kenya. That this visitation is bigger than Kenya. Ya kwamba mtembeleo huu ni mkubwa kuliko Kenya. For the entire body of Christ. Kwa mwili mzima wa Kristo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So listen. Kwa hivyo sikiza. He ran there. Alikimbia huko. Do not pass me by. Usinipite. Now that you've come kwamba sasa umekuja and then when you read down alafu unaposoma kuendelea chini he begins to take care of him anaanza kumshughulikia but what happens is this lakini kile kilichotendeka ndicho hiki by the time they are leaving to sodom and gomorrah kwa wakati ule walikuwa wanaondoka kwenda sodoma na gomorrah they remained walibaki wawili the one that was seated this way where the glory was immense yule aliyekuwa ameketi mali utukufu ulikuwa mzito alirejea and if you listen to the way before he went back the way he was talking with abraham 
na ukisikiliza kabla areje jinsi ambavyo alikuwa akizungumza na Abrahamu you see the heart of god unaona moyo wa mungu and is longing to walk with man na tamanio lake la kutembea na mwanadamu and relate with him at this level na kuhusiana pamoja naye katika kiwango hiki to come to israel akuje kwa israeli and live in a physical human pen na aishi katika hema na kiasilia na kibinadamu a human pen hema na kibinadamu the god of heaven mungu wa mbinguni and then to observe a pilgrimage with them and walk with them alafu aweze kuondoka na wao kuwa na safari ya kuondoka na wao until the end hadi waingie and here na hapa is telling abraham anamwambia abraham ah uh, i have heard nimesikia i've received quite a lot of complaints nimepokea malalamishi mengi about the genocide kuhusu mauaji ya halaiki and the perpetrations na mateso that have been committed in Sodom and Gomorrah. Ambayo yamekuwa yakitendeka Sodoma na Gomorrah. And he says, anaponasema, the way he speaks. Jinsi anavyonena. You think he does not see. Unafikiria kana kwamba haoni. He says, anasema, and I've come na nimekucha because of the level of complaints. Kwa sababu ya kiwango cha malalamishi. I have come nimekucha but I have come to discover, to probe, to investigate. Nimekuja kuchunguza on a fact finding mission ya katika misheni ya kutafuta kujua that if i will find out ya kwamba ikiwa nitapata that the level of perpetration of sin ya kwamba kiwango cha uasi the level of abuses that have been committed kiwango cha matusi ambayo imefanywa is equal to the level of complaints inatoshana na kiwango cha malalamishi then i will know what to do basi mimi nitajua lipi la kufanya look at that conversation tazama hayo majadiliano between god kati ya mungu who sees everything ambaye anaona kila kitu He's now talking with men as though he has not seen what's going on there. Sasa anazungumza na mwanadamu kana kwamba hajaona kile ambacho kinaendelea kule. He loves to walk with men. Anapenda kutembea na mwanadamu. He loves to relate with men. Anapenda kuhusiana na mwanadamu. Precious people. Watu wa dhamani. I have seen this glory lift. Nimeona utukufu huu ukiondoka. The Lord is saying. Bwana anasema. He has come to walk with the church. Amekuja kutembea na kanisa. Until she enters. Hadi aingie. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Leviticus 24. Mambo ya Walawi 24. This is wonderful. Mustari wa kwanza hadi wa 4. He says, Anasema, The Lord said to Moses, Bwana akamwambia Mose, Command the Israelites to bring you clear oil of pressed olives for the light so that the lamps may be kept burning continually waagize waizaeli wakuletee mafuta safi yaliyokamuliwa ya zaituni kwa ajili ya mwanga ili kwamba taa ziwe zinawaka mfululizo outside the curtain of the testimony in the tent of meeting Aaron is to tend the lamp the lamps before the Lord from evening till morning continually nje ya pazia la ushuhuda ndani ya hema la kukutania aroni ataziwasha taa mbele za bwana kuanzia jioni hadi asubuhi kwa mfululizo this is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come the lamps on the pure gold lamp stand before the lord must be tended continually hili litakuwa agizo la kudumu kwa vizazi vijavyo taa zilizo juu ya kinara cha dhahabu safi mbele za bwana lazima zihudumiwe mfululizo listen to me precious people nisikize watu wa dhamani 
Even Jesus said, Hata Yesu alisema, I am the light of the world. Mimi ni nuru ya ulimwengu. Whosoever walketh with me, yeyote atembeaye na mimi, cannot walk in darkness. Hawezi akatembea katu katika giza. Tena. But will walk in light. Lakini atatembea katika nuru. This is what the glory of God brings to the church. Hiki ndicho utukufu wa Mungu unaleta kwa kanisa. He brings the new oil of the latter anointing to the church. Analeta mafuta mapya ya upako wa nyakati za mwisho kwa kanisa. And that oil na hayo mafuta so precious and pure. Ni ya thamani na ni safi. It's different from the others. Ni tofauti na nyingine. You know what the Bible already says about the latter anointing. Unajua tayari kile ambacho Biblia imesema kuhusu upako wa nyakati za mwisho. The power is greater. Nguvu ni kubwa. The authority is greater. Mamlaka ni makubwa. Its holiness is greater. Utakatifu wa and everything about the latter rain is bigger na kila kitu kusumbua nyakati ya mwisho ni kubwa but look at this now lakini tazama hii sasa aaron was being instructed by moses aruni alikuwa anaagizwa na musa based on the instruction of the lord kuzingatia maagizo ya bwana that now ya kwamba sasa the israelites should bring a different type of oil israeli lazima walete aina tofauti ya mafuta because it was already evening because he said from evening till morning it was already evening time kwa sababu ilikuwa wakati wa jioni maana anasema tangia jioni hadi asubuhi the clear oil of pressed olives mafuta safi ya zeituni iliyokamuliwa is different ni tofauti from all the other oils of olive kutokana na mafuta mengine ya mzeituni the clear oil of pressed olives mafuta safi ya zeituni iliyokamuliwa that is talking about here ambayo anazungumzia hapa it comes from picking green green not ripe green inatokana na kuchukua ile zeituni ya kijani kibichi sio ambayo imeiva the olive oil you see in the supermarkets here ile mafuta ya zeituni mnayoona kwenye maduka makuu hapa they are gotten from ripe olives not green inapatikana kwenye ile zeituni ambayo imeiva and when you burn that oil of that from ripe olives na wakati unateketeza unachoma hayo mafuta ya zeituni kutoka zeituni iliyoiva it burns inateketea but with soot with some little smoke around the flame lakini ikiwa na moshi moshi kwa ile miali ya moto but if you get the oil from the green olives press them lakini ukipata mafuta kutoka zeituni mbichi ya kijani kibichi alafu uikamue it is more difficult to extract that oil ni ngumu zaidi kupata hayo mafuta the oil from the green olives mafuta kutoka kwa zeituni ya kijani kibichi but when you get it lakini utakapoipata it is not yellowish gold hiyo si ya manjano kama dhahabu it is pure clear iko nyeupe kabisa safi and, and when you light it na wakati unaiwasha it burns like a bunsen burner inateketea vizuri it burns like gas Inateke... gas clear clear flame no smoke Ina... no soot inawasha moto mzuri kama wagezi hakuna moshi because of the time kwa sababu ya wakati we have we, they, they had entered in walikuwa wameingia ndani from evening Now it's moving to morning. It's evening until morning. Kutoka jioni hadi asubuhi sasa ilikuwa jioni. Aaron was being commanded by God. Aruni alikuwa anaamrishwa na Mungu to burn this clear oil of pressed olives. Aweze kuteketeza 
haya mafuta ya zaituni iliyokamliwa vizuri it is also called the virgin oil of pressed olives pia inaitwa mafuta ya bikira kutoka miti ya mizaituni and so when you burn it na hivyo basi unapoiteketeza it is clear iko safi so he was saying because the evening has come kwa sababu jioni ilikuwa imefika and darkness has begun to enter into the inner chambers of the house of the lord na giza lilikuwa limeanza kuingia katika nyumba za ndani za nyumba ya bwana tell aaron mwambie aruni to burn the lamps aweze kuziwasha taa with oil na mafuta this clear oil of pressed olives mafuta haya safi ya zaituni iliyokamliwa and keep the lamps burning na aziendeleze taa zikiwaka from evening till morning kuanzia jioni hadi asubuhi continually kwa kuendelea tend in other words tend the lamp kwa maneno mengine kushughulikia taa checking it kuchunguza and seeing the oil is going down na kuona mafuta yanateremka chini add oil na unaongeza mafuta so that there is constant light in the house of the lord katika nyumba ya bwana and he say from that alone kutokea hiyo pekee you can see the nature of our god unaweza ukaona asili ya mungu wetu our god mungu wetu is the god that hates darkness ni mungu achukiaye giza he is the god that loves light ni mungu apendaye nuru he is the god of light yeye ni mungu wa mwangaza even the church hata kanisa the cloud of the glory of god wingu la utukufu wa mungu has brought this fresh anointing limeleta mafuta haya mabichi of clear oil ya zaituni safi from virgin olives kutoka kwa zaituni bikira that now you and i ya kwamba wewe na mimi sasa who have sat under this anointing of the cloud ambao tumeketi chini ya upako huu wa wingu we may tap on that oil tukaweze kuchukua hayo mafuta and keep the lamp of god burning na kuziendelesha taa za mungu zikiwaka in the house of the lord katika nyumba ya mungu continually kwa kuendelea until morning comes hadi asubuhi itakapowasili that is the reason hiyo ndio sababu that the glory has come ya kwamba utukufu umekuja he has brought the fresh oil ameleta mafuta mabichi that now the pastors ya kwamba sasa wachungaji may keep the lamp burning wakaziendeleze taa zikiwaka because we have entered the evening time kwa sababu tumeingia majira ya jioni that there may be light ya kwamba kukuwepo na nuru continually kwa kuendelea in the house of the lord katika nyumba ya bwana when you look at the church of christ in kenya lakini unapolitazama kanisa la kristo hapa kenya you find unapata that the lamp of god ya kwamba taa ya mungu already went off tayari ilizima and there is darkness na kuna giza in the inner chambers katika nyumba za ndani of the house of the lord ya nyumba ya bwana if you look at the church in austin texas ikiwa utaangalia kanisa kule austin texas or in finland ama finland philippines kule ufilipino china china brazil brazil you find the same unapata vipyo hivyo the darkness ya kwamba giza has now entered the house of the lord sasa limeingia katika nyumba ya bwana so the glory of god hivyo utukufu wa mungu also comes pia unakuja to illuminate the light of god ili kuangaza nuru ya Mungu and kiss away na kufukuza the darkness giza from the house of Jehovah kutoka katika nyumba ya Yehova 
and we know what darkness is in the house we know the definition of the darkness from pornography to the love of money Isaiah the prophet another point why the cloud of God's glory comes to the church let me say this I am glad that the Lord visited here. I'm glad. I will tell you why. Because sometimes I wonder. Such a powerful message. Such a treasured message. If he had visited Tulsa, Oklahoma how much money would we have needed to pay as seed in order to go and attend the conference there or how much seed would you have needed or conference registration fees and if you want to go there and greet the man of God you need a special seed uh, something like $10,000 in your hands God is good what he did he gave this message to the rural preacher Evangel rural. The preacher that comes to all the rural places. The other preachers. They are private jets. You have to fuel it. Money down. Sometimes when I give this message I, I am astounded at the love of God. If it is this powerful and is being given for free the widow can afford the sick can afford the villager can afford the orphans can afford the rich can afford Surely the Messiah is coming. And everybody is invited. Hallelujah. Isaiah. Isaiah saw this glory. And he brings a message to the church. When Isaiah saw this message. What is the objective? The purpose. That Isaiah. In his holy oracles, in his holy manuscripts, what is the, object, the purpose that he attaches to this visitation? Turn with me to Isaiah 26. Isaiah 26, real fast. Oh, we need to move very fast. Isaiah 26. Real quick. Today this is the sermon of the year. 
you take it unaichukua preach it to your church uhubiri kwa kanisa lako they will all enter wote wataingia oh yes oh ndio Isaiah 26 Isaiah 26 verses 19 to 21 Mustari wa but your dead will live their bodies will rise you who dwell in the dust wake up and shout for joy and he says your dew is like the dew of the morning the earth will give birth to her dead lakini wapo wenu wataishi mili yao itafufuka ninyi mnaokaa katika mabumbe amkeni mkapige kelele kwa furaha umande wenu ni kama umande wa asubuhi dunia itawazaa wafu wake when isaiah saw this visitation wakati isaiah aliona mtembeleo huu isaiah calls it the morning dew isaiah anawita umande wa asubuhi morning dew umande wa asubuhi why kwa nini because if i understand right kwa sababu ikiwa naelewa pema the morning dew umande wa asubuhi normally comes about 9 pm 10 pm 7 pm kwa kawaida huja saa 3 saa 4 saa 5 za prepare for the morning kuandaa kwa ajili ya asubuhi and isaiah sees na isaiah anaona that this dew ya kwamba umande huu is like morning dew ni kama umande wa asubuhi in other words morning mist Let me explain before we move on. By Isaiah classifying this anointing as morning dew. In other words Isaiah is saying. He's saying that he has seen two dispensations. In this conversation. Because he says, anasema, shout for joy. For you are dew that has arrived. Is as fresh as the dew of the morning. Is as fresh as new as the dew of the morning so isaiah for him to announce that they should now jump up and celebrate because their dew has arrived and it is as fresh as the dew of the morning then Isaiah basi Isaiah must have seen lazima awe ameona the dispensation majira of closed heaven ya mbingu zilizofungwa and waiting na ikangojea for a long time kwa muda mrefu waiting wamengojea waiting kungojea in expectation katika matarajio and anticipation na katika hamu na gamu ya kungojea kusema but it was promised lakini iliahidiwa i am convinced mimi nashawishi we must continue to wait kutoendelea kungojea and then alafu when it arrives wakati inawasili he now shout for joy anasema sasa pigeni kelele kwa furaha for your dew has arrived kwa maana umande wenu umewasili and it is as fresh as the dew of the morning na nimbichi kama umande wa asubuhi and by dew of the morning na umande wa asubuhi isaiah means the following isaiah anamaanisha yafuatayo he saying anasema that as fresh as it is ya kwamba kadri ilivyombichi this visitation mtembeleo huu it is also short lived pia ni ya kitambo kidogo The morning dew Omande wa asubuhi normal stays for a short time Kwa kawaida ukaa kwa muda mfupi When the morning comes wakati asubuhi inakuja gone umetoweka 
So you need to find the purpose of this visitation and use it to do it quickly. It is short-lived. No wonder I have seen the vision of the lifting of this cloud. Can I move to the next point? Verse 20 Isaiah assigns the purpose. Then he says, Go my people, enter your rooms and shut the doors behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while until his wrath has passed by. When Jesus was talking about rapture in John chapter 14 verses 1 to 3 he said do not do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. And he said, I am going to my father's place. And in my father's house, there are many rooms. And if I go there, I go to prepare a place for you. And he says, if I go there to prepare a place for you, then I will be back. I will come back and take you that you also may be where I am. And he said, you know the way to where I am going. That is the rapture of the church. Now you can see the rooms Isaiah saw, the my people entering, the treasure they my elect entering. Vile fiumba ambavyo watu wangu hazina watu wa dhamana miliki ya Mungu wakiingia. Now you can see the room. Sasa unaweza kuona fiumba. Isaiah sees the glory coming. Isaiah anaona utukufu kija. Then he says. Alafu anasema, "Go my people." Nendeni watu wangu. Enter your rooms. And he says, shut the doors behind you. Meaning Isaiah is saying, like it was during the time of Noah. So will it be at the coming of the Messiah. The time of Noah. People did not like righteousness. They did not want holiness. They did not take heed of the warning. Until the day when the door was shut. In other words, Isaiah is saying that when you see this morning dew arrive, it should act to you as an announcement that the door is about to be shut. Because now he sees them entering and Isaiah now sees the door shut. Isaiah sees the rapture. The Lord has shown me this very dream and Daniel saw it and Daniel put it in Daniel chapter 12. Daniel 
Now I know why when the Lord came to call me in another conversation he brought the ark of the covenant. Sasa najua kwa nini wakati Bwana aliponiita wakati mwingine akanyonyesha lile sanduku la agano. The ark of the new covenant of the Sanduku la agano jipya la Bwana. And on this side na upande huu mwingine was seated Moses the man of God. Alikuwa meketi Musa nabii wa Mungu. Let me give the church some mature food now. The ark of the covenant. Sanduku la agano. On this side is Moses the man of God. Na upande huu ni Musa nabii wa Mungu. With large blue stripes and white larger. Akiwa na ile kubwa vazi lake kubwa likiwa na mistari ya blue ya zamawati. Next to him was Elijah the mighty prophet of the Lord. Karibu na yeye ni Elia nabii mkuu wa Bwana. Same side. Upande ule ule. The mercy seat. And then on this side was Daniel the terrible prophet of God. That even the lions could not eat. Sitting alone. Alone here. And the rest I've described this on the tube, right? When the glory now comes. Katika kiti cha rehema. He showed me alinionyesha he has shown me quite a bit of the visions of Daniel. Amenionyesha mengi ya maono ya Daniel. Karibu yote. Karibu yote sasa hivi. And one of them is this one. Na moja wapo ni hapa. This rapture here. Hii unyakuzi hapa. But anyhow listen to this. Lakini hata hivyo sikiza haya. He said in Isaiah. Katika Isaiah. That when Isaiah saw this visitation. Ya kwamba wakati Isaiah aliona huu mtembeleo. Number one, he sees the duration. Ya kwanza aliona muda. And after seeing the duration, temporary, morning dew, morning mist. Alafu baada ya kuona hiyo wakati sio ya kudumu, umande wa asubuhi. Then he sees the purpose. Alafu anaona lengo. And he says the purpose. Na anasema lengo is to take them ni kuwachukua. Of course first of all he says. Alafu kwanza kabisa anasema shout for joy. Pigeni kelele kwa furaha. For your dew is as fresh as the dew of the morning. Kwa maana umande wenu ni mbichi kama umande wa asubuhi. That shouting for joy. Ya kwamba kupiga hiyo kelele na furaha is like ni kana kwamba it is is talking about when the dew comes revival why would the church shout for joy when this dew comes let me give you the reason it's because when this dew comes this is what happens when the dew comes you will see you see them coming here and saying people precious people we are loaded we have come in a heavy way to present some files <laughs> hallelujah the morning dew shout for joy because that is the renovation that is the refabrication rehabilitation of the image of the church such that when you go out these people they are the people whose God is Jehovah is healing HIV when there is no medication there is no cure and he says the 
reason the church shouts for joy. When the dew arrives. But when the morning dew comes. When the morning dew comes. He says. Shout for joy. For you are new. Is now fresh. It is healing. And the creepers are walking. So Isaiah sees. That the morning dew. First of all. Brings revival. Meaning elevates the image of the church. Many see this. And they run to receive Jesus. But later on verse 20. Now Isaiah sees. As a result of revival. People are ready. And they enter their rooms. And the doors are shut. Isaiah says. This view is not a movie. This view is not for Bollywood. This anointing. It is not for Nollywood. Nollywood. Of Nigeria. This view is not for Hollywood. It is for revival. It is for entry. It is for entering. Use it to enter. I mean, we are living the Bible. <laughs> so now, listen, precious people. Also, he comes to anoint his servants. Do you remember when Moses collected 70 elders and he told him, bring them to the tent. And then the same cloud came down there. When they came from that tent, they were prophesying. Anointed. Anointed. And everybody was shocked. And everybody submitted to The other thing the glory does. When he came on Mount Sinai. He came. To establish. The statutes of God. Now he's coming. To establish. The statutes of God. That you may print it in your heart. Print it on your head. Print it on your arm. Put it on the wrist. Put it by the doors. Tell it to the children. And sing it as a hymn. Everybody get up. The glory is here. You have sat under the glory of the Lord. Everybody must leave this place with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I have decreed. I have decreed with my prophetic tongue. Let us all go back to the Lord right away. The precious Jesus. I repent today and return to you with my ministry and ask you for holiness and ask you for renewal for anointing and fire 
and use me to prepare the Holy Bride for the coming of the Messiah. Together, more than 16,000 pastors. Today, we return to you as Lord and Savior. Amen.